So yesterday, Apple released four new products. Um, they introduced the iPad 8th generation and also the iPad Air. And they also introduced the Apple Watch, uh, the Series 6, and the Apple Watch SE. So I watched the the whole um, event, and it was actually pretty boring. <laughs> um, it took a lot to get through it. I can't lie. Um, I feel as if these Apple events are getting more boringer um, as the years go by. But, um, you know, I listened to what they were introducing, and really it wasn't anything spectacular. Um, the only thing that I can... the Actually, funny enough, the only thing that I would probably be interested in is more on the services side than the actual products themselves. Um, I know Apple, they released the Fitness Plus, which is kind of like their Peloton competitor. Um, and then they also released uh, Apple One, which bundles their services together for a lower price monthly. And those two were probably the more interesting. Those two services, I should say, is were probably the most interesting parts of the whole keynote for me. Um, the eighth generation iPad looks pretty nice, but I already have an iPad pro, even though it's a older version. So I'm not in the market for that. Um, for anyone that hasn't gotten an iPad, then I could say that the eighth generation iPad is probably the best one to get. Um, because you know, it starts at $329. So that's for the budget friendly. And if you're really just using an iPad just to consume media content, you know, maybe play a couple games here and there, but really it's mostly just to to browse the internet, um, shoot some emails, you know, and watch like YouTube, Sling TV, you know, Netflix, stuff like that, then I would say go for the iPad 8th Gen. Um, at that price for what you're getting, I think it's a good deal. You know, you get, um, a t it's a 10.2-inch screen, I believe. Um, you get the new chips, uh, the Bionic 12, A12, sorry, Bionic, I should say. Um, you know, you get the Touch ID on it as also. So I think for a budget-friendly um, or someone that wants to stay on a budget, then the iPad 8th Gen is the best way to go. Uh, when it comes to the iPad Air, I'm still trying to figure out exactly um, how that fits into the other iPads that they have because... Really, it, it just seems as if that's another iPad Pro. Um, you know, it's a 10.9-inch screen. Um, it doesn't have the Face ID, but it has Touch ID. And it also has Type-C um, instead of uh, the, um, the, the adapter that Apple uses right now or the charging mechanism that Apple uses right now, which is Lightning. Um, so it actually seems as if it might be a better deal. Um, it starts at five ninety nine. You know, it has that one actually has a fourteen Bionic chip, which is pretty fast. Uh, just based off of what I've read on a couple sites, um, so it definitely covers the speed. I don't really think there's anything else you need when it comes to iPads, really. Um, you know, I think the the iPad Air works with the Apple Pen, um, or Apple Pencil, I should say, and it works with the keyboard that they have. So really, if you're in the market for a new iPad, I would suggest just going with the iPad Air. 
um, unless you want to get the 2020 iPad Pro that they released earlier this year. Or if you already have that one, then there's really no purpose of getting any of these, you know, unless you're just getting it as a gift or something, or you just want a, another iPad just to have just to have it around. Um, but to me, iPads have never been really exciting um, since the iPad Air came out. I haven't really been too excited about new iPads. Um, I did pick up the 10.5 inch iPad Pro a few years ago. Still going great. Haven't had really any issues with it. So, you know, Apple does make good tablets. Um, I cannot front them on that. Um, their iPads are very solid, very well built, and, you know, I haven't really had any issues with it so far when it comes to speed, when it comes to functionality. You know, it's it's been solid. Um, also, also see that in this event, Apple took this chance to introduce um, the Apple Watches. Uh, now, myself, I have a Series 3, and, you know, I'm fine with that. Um, I haven't had any issues with it. It's, it's pretty quick still. So I don't really see myself upgrading to any of these new watches that came out, um, the Series 6 or the Watch SE. If I had to up, update, for instance, um, or upgrade, I should say, to any one of them, it would probably be the Watch SE. Just because I really only use my Apple Watch just to track my workouts um, and then for notifications. That's really all I need it for. Um, I don't really care that much about um, speed and you know quality of and all these other stuff that they have. Um, I know that the new Series Six can do um, it can read your blood oxygen levels, which is kind of cool. Um, and it has always on display. It has a couple of new colors and finishes. Um, so it's a very, so, I mean, I really can't say that Apple watch to me is the best smartwatch. That's just my opinion. I can't really say that it's a bad deal. I mean, it's, it's a good smartwatch. It's just that for me, I don't really use any of those features. I mean, I just liked to see, you know, how far I walked, um, while my, blood my heart rate is i should say sir and then the including the blood oxygen saturation which you know is coming to series six that might be cool but i don't really see myself using that that much um the ekg feature seems kind of cool but to me i wouldn't really use it that much either um but i do like the direction that apple is going like they've pretty much made it clear that the watch is really for health which I think is the right way to go. Um, when the watch, when the Apple Watch originally launched, it was kind of all over the place. It didn't really have, it didn't really know what it wanted to be. And I think um, since Series Three, you know, it's kind of narrowed its focus and said, "Hey, you know, this is a um, a health, a you know, health focused. Um, it's really a, it's really health health focused. It's a health focused." Uh, product, I should say. So I believe probably their best seller will be the Watch SE. Um, I think a lot of people will go for that just because it's priced a lot uh, cheaper. And also it's very good. It has the same um, look as the Series 4 that came out a couple years back. And that watch still looks nice, still holds up. So you'll have that 
Um, I think the chip in there is a little bit quicker than the Series 3. So that's a nice addition to it as well. And um, the one thing I think that will have Apple sell a lot of these things is the family setup that they introduce. And what that really means is that you'll be able to pair multiple Apple Watches with one iPhone. Um, that's going to be awesome for parents and people that have older family members that they want to keep a tra- uh, an eye on, <laughs> really. <laughs> so I could definitely see that being pretty popular. Um, I don't know. I mean, it may not be true, but I feel that that is probably going to be um, a really big deal moving forward. Um, you know, cause a lot of people don't want their children to have phones, um, cause phones can be very distracting. So just paying an extra $9 a month, um, which I believe is a price for most of the carriers in order to get the Apple watch as a separate, um, line. Um, I think a lot of people will pay for that. Um, I don't think that's a big deal. I don't think that's really breaking the bank. You know, now that will add up. I'm not sure if that's just for one watch or if that's per watch. So if you have a family of, you know, four, you know, and you get Apple Watches, then obviously it's it's going to add up after a while. But, you know, if you have one or two people, um, I don't think that will be a big deal. Well, it depends. It depends. If, if it's per person, then that will definitely add up. But if it's $9 just for adding anyone else, or no matter how many people you add, it's nine bucks, then I think that's a really good deal right there. Um, other than that, you know, I'm not really going to go too much into the specs of these products and everything else because, you know, you can check that online. There's nothing really mind-blowing here when it comes to specs. Um, like I said, Apple has been doing this for years. Their watches are really nice. Their iPads are really nice. Um, they're very well built. They last pretty long. I haven't really had many complaints about either my Apple Watch or my iPad, and they're a couple of generations old now, and you know they're still running really well. And it's awesome that they're still getting updates. Um, even my Series Three is going to get the new Watch OS Seven update when it comes out, and that's pretty nice because this watch is like four years old now. Um, so, so yeah, the biggest thing I would take away is probably the I think the I think the the family setup will be a big deal. Um, I'm not too sure about the Apple One service that they have. Uh, that could be hit or miss. I mean, the only service that I actually really like from Apple, I would say, is Apple Music. Um, I do have iCloud storage, but that's more of I kind of have to have it because I have so many. Well, I've had so many Apple devices, um, but. I don't really watch anything from TV Plus. Um, I don't use the News Plus at all. Um, their gaming service that they have, um, I don't use that either. So maybe a bundle of iCloud, the music, and... I mean, that would be okay for me. <laughs> uh, that would be all right. Um, Apple Arcade, maybe. You know, maybe I'd play games if that was bundled, if I bundled that with iCloud and Apple Music, you know, that would probably be the bundle that I would go with. Um, I think it's three of them for fourteen ninety five. you know, 
And also they've released this new um, Fitness Plus service. It looks like Peloton's. Um, it competes with that space. I don't know how good it will be. So, you know, I'll have to see in the next couple months how good it actually is. Um, it's a good idea, though. Um, you know, since Apple is really focused on the health for the Apple Watch, it makes sense to release a sort of companion um, in order to keep track of your fitness level up. So I know that they're they're pretty much going to be released after the keynote, so they should be available now for either pre-order or you can grab them. Um, but yeah, um, other than that, I think, you know, the keynote was okay. It was well done. Nothing really stood out to me. Um, I'm kind of, I, I'd heard a rumor that they were going to, um, show off their new tile competitor, their air tags. And I was kind of interested in seeing how that was going to, to work and how that was going to look, but that didn't happen this time around. So what I think will happen is that they'll hold another event to on to show off the iPhones, um, and then they'll probably show that with the iPhones, and they'll show the their new um, AirPod Studios with those as well, and they'll probably also demo or show off their um, HomePod Mini. With that, I think that will be their next event. Um, you know, so the iPhone with the iPhone 12, I think that will be a pretty good event. Th- those those are more are the products I'm interested in. I'm interested in seeing how the HomePod Mini will look and how the AirTags feature will function. Because I do use Tile, I do feel that it's pretty helpful and it's kind of nice if Apple came up with something that was very similar that's already tied into Find My Phone. Um, and that offered better privacy than Tile. But yeah, that's that's it for me. Those are just my thoughts on the Apple event um, yesterday. And yep, thank you for listening.